we are back with another episode of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I'm Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mary. What's up, everybody? And we are covering, continuing, Season 5 of The Office. And this week we're going to be doing Episodes 17 and 18, Lecture Circuit Part 2, as well as Blood Drive. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about Blood Drive. It's <laughs> temporarily. However, before we get into this week's episode, Bear, why don't you tell everybody what we did last week? All right, everybody. So last week, we covered Stress Relief Part D. And in this episode, it's uh, basically Michael finding out that he is the cause of everybody's stress, right? Mm. Um, so he decides to get everybody's stress out. He's going to hold a roast of himself, not realizing that everybody's just going to go fucking hard oh, yeah. on him. They walloped him hard. Yeah. And it wasn't like the, you know, oh, Pamela Anderson's tits are so big that you could do whatever in them. <laughs> uh, but I love you, Pam. Like, there wasn't that good ending. I was yeah. trying to remember, like, the roast from my childhood. Yeah, that's the one you remembered? Not, like, Jeff Foxworthy or Dennis Leary? No, Pamela Anderson. Gotcha. She has big tits. Big tits. Big titties. All right. But anyway. <laughs> Just say big um, tits for five big seconds. Big titties. All right. But anyway, um, so Michael gets upset and he doesn't show up the next day. From work. And everybody's worried about him. He's wearing a turtleneck and a <laughs> long peacoat in the park and throwing out slices of breads. And he comes back to the office and he realizes that basically he's just going to roast everybody else. And he literally goes down the line, boom, roasted, boom, roasted, boom, roasted. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's where we ended. And then we had lecture circuit part one. So because Michael is doing such a fantastic job with... Uh, sales in his branch david wallace asked him to do a lecture in every other um the branch in the branches northeast, yeah. except for nashua mm. uh still still raw there <laughs> and also back at the office jim and pa- jim and dwight are now the party planning committee and they forget kelly's birthday so they're throwing her a birthday it looks horrendous there's silver brown <laughs> crap balloons um i just love the dynamic between jim and Dwayne it's it's Darrell. awesome it's awesome yeah yeah and then to end the uh episode pam and michael decide fuck it we're going to nashua Yep, it's a cliffhanger it is which brings us to this week where we will hang off that cliff and yes, climb back we will. up so Episode 17, Lecture Circuit, Part 2. We get no cold open. It's just a recap like Mary just gave us. Basically. Of the previous week. That's all. And we open up in the break room where Kevin is eating in each hand. He has a popsicle and an ice cream cone. (laughs) Because he didn't eat all of his lunch. And Angela enters like a ray of sunshine. Yeah, she's really perky. Smiling and all this other shit. And uh, everyone's kind of weary at first. Like, wait. Right? They're like, Angela, did you take anything? (laughs) And so she got a new cat. Uh, Mrs. Was it Mrs. L- Princess Lady? Princess Lady, a seven thousand dollar cat, and everybody's like, "Where'd you get that money?" To which Creed says, "I can get you a kid for that." I just, I love Meredith though. Then she say something like, "I gotta see that pussy." Yeah, it's something <laughs> along those. Something lines. very crude, very Meredith, which I love and relate so, to. It turns out that Angela sold Andy's engagement ring for her for seven grand on eBay. Yo, so fucked up. Yeah, to to take a. I don't know. Maybe Listen, if he's in the wrong, keep that ring. Like, fuck it. But you cheated on him, made him duel for your heart, and then... Turned he, to profit. Yeah. And like, the thing that kills me is I'm not an animal person. Like, I'm not a pet person. I mean, yeah. I don't hate animals, although I'm not a cat fan. So, like, for me, if I'm, like, pawning off a piece of jewelry, 
I'm Yo, using I'm that going cash. for a trip. I'm yeah. buying a brand new, like a newer a car. A mortgage payment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not buying a, like. Student loan debt. Yeah, like, I'm not buying a show cat. No. But uh, Angela shows everybody, it's like Meredith, Creed, Oscar, and Kevin. She has a nanny cam set up in her parlor. Yo. And it's like all the cats, and she can watch them all day, and they're all kind of like. Oh, that's weird. But you have to remember, though, because there are things that you can... Like, there are now gadgets that you can literally plug into the wall. And they have cams for your dog and apps that you can give them treats. This is before all of this. Yeah, this is before pets became people, essentially. (laughs) Like, that's that's like a development... Well, to more people than just Angela. (laughs) That's a development of society that I'm not quite sure how I lean on. Which is really funny because they use this as, like, a character flaw for Angela. And now it's like... It's normal. I literally had a conversation with somebody the other night. Look at you with your fucking Achilles here. Well, that's just what I'm saying. I had a conversation with somebody the other night. And they're like, oh, we have three dogs. And I was like, oh, we just have Achilles. I'm like... You know, we decided to let him be the only child for a little while. They're like, oh my god, only child, that's great. And he acts We like had it. an only child, and then we added two, and she's still pissed off. Yeah, you know... Achilles, but, like, I had an only child conversation about my dog. Achilles is a spoiled brat. It's almost like it's a little girl. Like Angelica on Rugrats. Oh, absolutely. It's almost to that extent. I already told my husband, I was like, if we have, ch- like, human children, like... Human children as opposed to what other kind of children would you have? My dog child. He's not a child. He's my not human a child. child. He's 80 years old in human years. He's not a child. <laughs> but I said if we have human children, like... We can't ruin them like we ruin the dog. He's ruined. He's horrible. Oh, I know. He's absolutely horrible. I'm fully aware, but I love him like despite he, it. He's... His... <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this thing. This... This, this dog? This, his attitude. No, I want to say it like in Star Wars. This thing. <laughs> but, um... So, after the Angela thing, uh, we see Mike and Pam driving to New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim gets a cake, and Dwight is... Like, he's putting it in the freezer. Dwight is interrogating and berating Kelly. Oh, my God. Screaming at her. Poor at, thing. As we remember last week, he found out she went to ju- juvie. Yeah, she for like a ju- year. juvenile detention. And it turns out Kelly stole her ex-boyfriend's boat. She, it was, turns out to be his dad's. Yeah. And she spent a year in juvie. It was the worst year of her life. And they're making her do it, uh, relive it on yeah. her birthday. So, so Jim tells her he got her a cake, and she, like, lights up. Uh, but she then he shows it to her and she hates it because it's blank. It has no theme or decoration. I've never seen an ice cream cake with just white frosting. That's on all it. it was. It was so bland. It looked delicious. Like but. even the Carvel ones have like the rainbow, like stringy frosting around the. It'll edges. be like blue and pink or something. Like yeah, that. this one has no frills. nothing. It literally is white frosting around it. And that's it. She asks Jim and Dwight what the theme is, and each of them answer at the same time. Jim says birthday, and Dwight says frosting. frosting. <laughs> Those aren't. Themes. That's so great. Yo, but can I just say, I love how, like, Phyllis is always just creeping around in the background. Yeah. She's like, there's always a theme. It's. Did you ever see the Adult Swim? That, it came out, like, five years ago. Too Many Cooks? No. You never saw... It was, like, the 15-minute... It's, like, a 15-minute long video. It, like, spoofs, like, Family Matters, step-by-step, step, like, the... 80s like the entrance themes yeah where they like look at the camera and shit like that but there's like this murderous guy who's like sneaking in the background and eventually he like uses a machete that but like for like the first five minutes he's just in the background lurking that's phyllis that's amazing phyllis is the guy from too many cook (laughs) so mike and pam arrive at nashua and he goes in and asks reception if holly flax is there but she turns out she's on an hr retreat and he's directed to talk to aj one of the salesmen her BF. Y'all. Her boyfriend. And Mike gets that dejected look while Pam looks worried because she knows Mike's going to melt Oh, out. she knows. It's it's fucked yes. now. So cut to outside. Mike's sitting on a curb all upset and distraught. 
And Pam is, like, trying to talk to him. And she tries conveying how she felt when Jim was dating Karen. Yeah. And Mike's like, don't make it about you. Or so, like, what's this he say? Is, this is actually serious. Like, he says something, like, just basically, Dismissive, like... Dismissive, yeah. Yeah. And, you know... Pam, this isn't even the same thing. Stop yeah. talking about your woman troubles, essentially. <laughs> so, so Pam just says, you know what? If you go in there and do a great job, everyone's going to tell her what a great job you did while you were here. And she'll be thinking of you. Mm-hmm. And, like, Mike, Mike's, like, crying. Yeah. He's, like, really, like, upset. And he's just well, like, yeah. Well, they haven't really <sighs> been broken up that long. <sighs> they, were, they weren't even together that long. No, they weren't. <laughs> you know? It was, like, four weeks. Yeah. Or, I guess... Well, no, because they the whole summer they just the flirted. summer they flirted, yeah. and then like they went on like three dates, and then Wallace found them kissing. Yeah, that's it. So uh, it seems a little extreme, but I get it, I guess, for Michael. Yeah. Uh, so Oscar and Kevin are at their desks, and they hear a cat commotion. <laughs> so they go to Angela's uh, desk, and they see the cam, and Angela's new cat is being humped relentlessly by <laughs> another cat. And Angela comes over, she panics, and she goes, "I'll be back in an hour," and she like runs to like, go put an yeah. end to this. Uh, so Dwight and Jim are trying to come up with stuff for the party. Uh, <laughs> I just love. Is this where he goes? Is sign. this how you are with Pam? God, I, don't, I would yeah. want to shoot myself in the face. So Dwight <laughs> makes what Jim d- declares as an effeminate sign. Yes. It's like a piece of pink cardstock <laughs> with like he put like stickers like on it, unicorn and rainbow <laughs> yeah. stickers, and like he, a ten-year-old. And he wrote in like purple like ink oh on it. It's like party push till three. And Jim's just like, that's a very effeminate sign. Has that is that what you've been doing for like an hour? Because Dwight put more effort into that than any human any, relationship he's yes. ever had of, like at the office. Anything. Uh, so Mike starts his presentation at mm-hmm. the Nashua office. They're all in the conference room. Good morning, Viet Nashua. <laughs> Ron Williams. Then he goes into the Princess Bride. Sales. Sales is what brings us together today. Which is the second time he's used that bit. Yes. He used that for the way. And then, you know, Mike says, um, you know, raise your hand if you're in sales. And they all, Mike goes, oh, yuck, salesman. That's what everybody thinks about you. And you can see he's like building up, like he's trying to contain it, but it's not working. He's being guided by his hatred. He's letting the dark side flow through him. Yes, yes, he is. There's there's Palpatine in the other room, like directing him. Um, (laughs) So he calls on AJ, Holly's boyfriend, and it's, it just gets cringy. He's like, gets, are you dating anyone? Is it serious? And the guy's well, like, why like, are you looking? Like, why he, are you interested? He has no idea what's going on, you know? And Michael just goes, does she ever talk about me? And then he just <laughs> collapses into a heap on the floor. But you know what, though? AJ's, like, I think we've discussed it before, that guy in the college course who thinks he's really fucking funny. Well, AJ's a douche. See, Why? You you interested? I didn't, <laughs> get, I didn't get that vibe. I actually got the vibe of a guy who, uh, like, let's be honest, the, the branches probably communicate. Yeah. And they know, like, Michael's making the rounds. Yeah. As if they didn't, his reputation didn't precede him already. <laughs> so, like, I almost felt like it was a defense mechanism. Like, well, this guy's no, going to bring the crazy. Nacho wasn't planned. No, I know, but, like... They're probably like, this guy's oh, going to bring yeah, the crazy, yeah. I'm going to be ready, and just like make jokes of him because he's so fucking Maybe. weird. Maybe. Because I put down, I would have loved to have seen uh, Will Arnett in that role. Oh, he would have been perfect. Hey, Why what's going are you on? looking? What's going on, Michael? Hey. There's, every time I get sick, like when I get like a sinus infection, I, I sound just like, <laughs> like in the Reese's commercials. <laughs> hey, you want Reese's? Yeah. Hey, this is Will Arnett. He did, he did awesome as the Lego Batman, though. Did he? Oh yeah, did you see? The I Lego? didn't see it. No, I <laughs> I saw it through very weird circumstances. It wasn't planned that way, oh. but I actually ended up enjoying it a lot. I just love Will Arnett. Yeah, well, I'm a big Will Arnett. Fan. I know our brother Oz is a big mark for Will Arnett. So yep. 
Yeah, he did the right thing and divorced Amy Poehler because she's very serially unfunny. So <laughs> I'm glad that the funny one got out of it. That's all I'm going to say about that. That uh, makes more sense why he was on Parks and Rec, though. Oh, yeah, they were together. And that they were together in uh, Blades of Glory, remember? Oh, they shit, were. They yeah. did the Kennedy assassination. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Yes. I'm not thinking about that. That forgot. I did not think of. I've not thought about that for like yeah. at least seven. I don't years. know if they. Well, now I'm thinking. Did they do the assassination? Or was it just Monroe, Marilyn Monroe, and JFK? I don't know. All I remember is the pills going all over the ice. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. God. Oh god. Okay. So Michael, anyway, back on yeah, topic. Michael collapses. And he's, like, in a heap, and he hands index cards to Pam <laughs> and crawls out like like he's doing, like, a crawl. He's doing like, an army crawl. Like he's in actual Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> like he's crawling out. So, I gotta save Bubba! <laughs> you know? But, um, so Pam is, like, trying to save it, and she's dying as she's trying. I really felt, I, I felt for Pam. Like, she should have just been like, guys, we're gonna take a ten minute break. I'll be right back. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for her, but at the same time, she's really She terrible. doesn't have to do it. She's really And terrible. she tries to do Michael's Forrest Gump impression. Which Sales is, is like a box of chocolates. You never know what vendor you're going to get. That's brutal. It is so hard to watch. <laughs> then we come back, and she's using Mike's mnemonic devices for names. <sighs> Blazer, Freckles, Penguin, KD Lang. Oh. KD Lang is my favorite. Yep. Holly's Boyfriend. And then she pulls out the chainsaw from last episode and just goes, I have a chainsaw! Cutting down sales, oh, or what? Yeah, like, like that? cutting down or the competition. Prices. Yeah. So we go back to Scranton. Oscar and Kevin hear Angela on the nanny cam and go back to the Yo. computer. Angela, she's she's hissing at the cats yes. to communicate with them. It's like in uh, Jurassic Park when the uh, or Jurassic World when what's his name Chris Pratt Owen yeah. Benjamin or whatever Owen. his name is where he's like he has like the clicky thing and shit like that like that's what she's doing like they're fucking rapping. But she's like yeah. And she picks up Princess Lady and starts licking her. Yo, straight up licking like her. Like bathing her with her tongue. And like, this- And I've seen on Facebook like the ads, like the memes, I think, where like you can put uh, something in your mouth, like an apparatus in your mouth. Oh, it's like, and it has, yeah, it's like, like silicone tongue. or something. Yeah, yeah, and you can like do that to your cats to brush Just them. kill yourself. Just kill yourself. End well, it. again, if though, it, gets to that point, end it, it brings the Oscar question. I don't want to know what the psychological issues <laughs> yeah. have to be that bring Just, you to lick a cat. Yeah, you got issues, and uh, you know if you if you're offended that I'm telling you to kill yourself, you shouldn't be listening to this show anyway. All right, <laughs> um, like this is when like they have faces of concern, and Kevin just goes. This is getting weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. It's a very absurd thing. It like, is. Thing. It's uncomfortable. It is. She's <laughs> licking the cat. So Michael is back in Nashua as Pam is dying doing this thing. She really is. Michael goes to Holly's desk and cuts a sleeve off of her sweater. The fuck? And puts it into his pocket. That's kind of creepy. Um, and then he, he moves her mouse and her wallpaper pops up. Ed Grimley. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. What company does not have HR have a fucking password on its desktop? (laughs) Yeah, it just opens up. HR of all places. And Michael, like, gets choked up when he sees it, which is just a nice touch. Uh, And he sees a file on the desktop that says, Dear Michael. Wah, wah, wah. So he does what anybody would do. He puts in his zip drive and uploads it. (laughs) That he's carrying on him. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's got, like, a keychain one. Mm -hmm. Because a nerd like Michael Scott would. You never know. You never know. You never know. So Angela returns to the office, and Kevin and Oscar act normal, like they saw nothing. <laughs> She's like, was this on the whole time? Yeah, and they're like, I nope. didn't. Kevin's excuse, I was looking at pictures of food. <laughs> and she buys it, because it does. sounds totally normal. So 
<laughs> as she's sitting there, she coughs up a furball. Oh my and god! And Oscar is just disgusted. He, I would be too. I, I would literally look at her and go, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's it's gnarly. It <laughs> it's is. Gross. So Mike and Pam are leaving the uh, Nashua office, and Pam says, "Don't look up." So of course Mike looks up, and they're all staring out the window, <laughs> like what freak show? Just like like, <laughs> like a fucking like it seems yeah. like a circus freak show. So they're eating at a diner, and he tells her what he did. That he stole uh, her document, and Pam tells him he can't read it. It's a you know, but she it's can. It's a personal letter. But she can. But she can. So Michael runs out for his laptop, and now we go back to Scranton. Dw- Dwight and Jim are going over suggestions about what makes a good party: beer. <laughs> and Jim reads off what they came up with: beer, fights to the death, blood, blood pudding, football, cupcakes, m- mating, and horse hunt. Charades. Oh, charades was also in there. Horse hunting. I, horse hunting and mating are my favorites. Dude. So Jim asks him, like, what, what's a birthday that you remember that, like, meant a lot to oh. you? And Dwight starts describing his actual birth. Birth. Mother <laughs> bites the corn. <laughs> it's so gross. Oh, my God. So, like, Jim tells him a story about how his dad took him to the Natural History Museum <laughs> when he was seven. And he got this cool toy uh, triceratops. And Dwight, like, takes it and he just goes, Aw. That is the lamest dinosaur of all yeah. dinosaurs. Do you know what dinosaur is best? Any other dinosaur other than Triceratops. And you know what? As a kid who grew up watching Power Rangers, I tend to agree. Billy was the worst Power Ranger, Aww. and he was the Triceratops. No, I would definitely say Billy. Yeah, exactly. So he was the worst. Oh my god, never mind. Yeah, what are you I'm trying to say? No, I'm an idiot. Are you thinking of Zach? No. Racist? No. <laughs> no, because Zach, Zach did have the cool one. He had this mammoth, or yeah. the mastodon. Yeah, I was thinking of Trini, but then Saber Trini was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, Trini was awesome. No, it definitely she, was She Billy. doesn't want to be racist. She doesn't want to talk about Trini sucking. No, no, I'm saying <laughs> Billy know. Billy was the worst, I'm because the Triceratops it. was just like a wide load. Like, yeah, it's just like, Whoa. yeah, and like pterodactyl. Yeah. On, that's awesome. Kimberly's a woolly mammoth, awesome. the T-Rex. And Sabertooth Tiger is pretty, a pretty awesome it's cat. Pretty As a guy who's not a cat person, it's a pretty yeah, sweet cat. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So... Tommy, what? He didn't have, like, Tom, a... Yeah, Tommy had, like, a Megazord. It was the green one. It came out of the ocean. Oh, that's it was right. Like a, it was, like, another T-Rex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, sorry. Go Tommy's ahead. Tommy's an MMA fighter now. I do know he that. He challenged CM Punk to a fight. Have you ever seen... He actually dresses up in a green Power Ranger outfit and, like, goes on mo- his motorcycle and shit. This sounds like a guy who peaked in high school. <laughs> and he's still hanging... <laughs> He's still hanging around town. He's like, yo, kids, you want to see That's some... That's my neighbor. Yeah, you want to see some sweet fucking motorcycle trick? You want to see me do some donuts in this Dunkin' do Donuts park? Yeah, do some donuts in this Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. Do you like my scooter? Yeah, do you like my 19-year-old girlfriend? Ew. <laughs> he's, he's such a... Ew. Yeah, just imagine he's white trash now, but I don't Probably. So Pam, back at the diner, reads and then deletes the letter mm-hmm. that um, Holly wrote to Michael. And she tells Michael that Holly still has feelings for him. It's not over. Which, I have to ask, Pam, Pamela, fucking Beasley, (laughs) did you look at the date? Because we don't know how long it's really been since they broke up. She could have written that letter the week that she got there. And this is why, like... Just causing mayhem, Pam! Well, it comes into my mind when when I saw this scene. Do you remember in The Dark Knight when Rachel wrote the letter for Bruce... Yep. And then Alfred burned it before Bruce saw it. Yeah. Like, maybe Pam's doing that. Like, I'm going to give him some hope and relieve it because he's, like, so distraught. You know, maybe it's like he doesn't need to know. Yeah, I guess. But, again, I don't know how this turns out. You do. So, I'm, I, that's just my, like, the feeling I got yeah. from it is that Pam was just trying to make him feel better. Because it's not like she was beaming 
after she said it or anything, she kind of said it deadpan. Dead Pam. <laughs> anyway, so it's Kelly's birthday now, and they, Jim, who feared misspelling her name the entire episode, misspelled her name. Oh, my God. He put an E in Kelly. Which, like, literally, she has a nameplate at her desk. Yeah, I know. And, and Dwight did go through her personal file. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. But it's just, like, happy B-Day Kelly. Oh, my God. With a chiclet in the middle. But they tell her that's the theme. It's either a pillow or a television. So you have an hour to either nap or watch TV on the job. And she, like, loves it. She's like, oh, my God, this is the greatest. Oh, my God, I want to take a nap. So Dwight and Jim high-five in success. And Dwight kicks everyone out to eat cake at their desks. And Jim gives her a blanket and pillow. And she sleeps under the conference desk. Oh, my God. (laughs) So then, like, outside, Dwight loves the cake. He gives props to Jim. Well, I love why Kelly chose the nap, though. Why? She goes, I've been watching TV all week, so I picked yeah. the nap. And that's another thing. <laughs> Kevin's like, watching TV at work is awesome. Yeah, and Stanley's like, there's nothing on. And then Creed goes, Bonnie Hunt is yeah, on. Bonnie Hunt, 3, p- <laughs> 3 p.m. That was the, the talk, show, talk show. But yeah, everybody obviously watches TV at work. Apparently. So um, then he comes back an hour later. He wakes her up with trash lids and slaps her on the ass as she's going out the door. Right? Which seemed extremely uncharacteristic. Yes. Her. Like, that made no sense with the character. That I don't know if that was... threw me off so hard. I don't know if that was, like, a rib between Rain Wilson and her. Maybe. Because that was, like, so unlike Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> so it caught but, me off guard when I saw that. Right? And But she just, like, eek. Yeah. She likes it. Can I just say, though, like, this party is literally shown, like... It's like stereotypical, like, man, like, oh, I guess I have to do something, so I'm going to try the bare minimum. But it works. It always comes out. It always turns up Millhouse. Apparently. (laughs) Happy B-Day. They couldn't even spell out birthday. That's how I do it on social media. Happy (laughs) B-Day. I don't try. Why should you try? Come on. They're the party planning committee. Yeah. They didn't want to be, though. They were, it was foisted upon It's not Kelly's fault. So, but anyway, closing. It wasn't my fault. Uh, Michael is happy to have closure as they drive. Uh, Pam says that she, he should apologize to the fat guy from Stanford. Oh, no, Michael says that. I'm sorry. No, Michael says, I love having closure. We should go apologize to Roy. That's right. Okay, I got that confused. And then she's like, no. Like, no. no, we do yes. not need to apologize. And he says he should apologize to the fat guy from Stanford. Mm-hmm. Jabba, Jabba the Hut, Pizza the Hut, fat guys love pizza, pepperoni, pepperoni Tony. Yep. He used his mnemonic. I love, pep- I love Pizza the Hut that he got a shout yeah. out of. Oh, yeah, Spaceballs, you. baby. And then Michael just spends like a minute calling him fat over and over again. Yeah, he's again. like, no, I know myself. I wouldn't be able to do it as soon as I saw him. He's fat. He's fat. Too fat. Fat. Fatty, fatty. She's too fat for me. Oi! So what oi, What did you give this one, Bear? I gave this one a 4.3. So I do realize that I gave Lecture Circuit Part 1 4.4. Yes. And I did find it equally as funny. I loved Angela with the cats, that weirdness. Yeah, it I was nice. I yeah. the uh, Jim and Dwight-like mm-hmm. combo. I really did not like Pam reading the letter. Yeah, that was a... It, it's odd in a few ways. It's... Mm-hmm. Um, that she would do it because usually she tries to present herself she tries as this to be like a moral, moral goody two shoes, yeah, basically. And um, like the whole okay, so the Nashua stuff was okay. It was cringy mm-hmm. <laughs> to say to say the least with the AJ stuff. Yeah. Um, Pam trying to pick up the mantle was just sad. Yeah. No charisma. No charisma. I wouldn't say that. I just 
it's the joke says Michael does them like you know that he knows the source material and that's what he's trying to replicate Mm -hmm. Pam she's trying to to replicate Michael replicating source material so that's why it just falls it's like a third generation VHS tape yes (laughs) and uh, but like I gave it a 3.8 okay I thought it was good I thought it was funny there was just like there's just something missing about it and like Michael was creepy cause like what's he gonna do with that sleeve huh Oh, God. It was only about six inches apart. Oh, my God. It only goes up to the elbow. <laughs> but, oh. um, like, it's just, I don't know. Like, it was just, I say this sometimes, and I, I guess I keep saying it because I don't know any other way to convey it, is that it's just missing something. It's just missing an extra punch. Like, it was funny. Yeah. It moved several stories along. I yep. love Dwight and Jim working together. Their dynamic is amazing. It's great because the characters are so diametrically opposed, but they work when they're going to, like so when well. they're going towards a common goal. Yeah, like Jim is just as exasperated as Dwight with Kelly. Yeah, but whereas <laughs> Dwight's like, "Idiot, what do you want for?" He's what yelling kind of at her. Do you want I- imbecile? Yeah. like Jim doesn't go that far. No, but like you could tell he wants to. He Dwight, wants to. Jim, Jim. Jim is the ego. Dwight is the id. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, I love how, like, after Dwight yelled at Jim about the cake, he's like, fine, next time you can get the cake and I'll get to yell at the birthday girl. Yeah, like, they're sniping at each other like a married couple. Yes. And it's entertaining. Oh, yeah. There's a reason the odd couple is still an amazing show. But, I guess there's not much else I want to talk about. The Angela stuff is weird, but in a... In a way that I find endearing. Yes. <laughs> it's gross well, and it's horrible. I also love that, like, she has so many cats. I, I, and I, I like the fact that she is the butt of their jokes. In yes. Because like, she always presents herself as the judgmental bitchy one. Yes. And like now everybody's like, everybody, look at her. Now Oscar <laughs> and Kevin know something they can't yeah, unknow. I mean, everybody, it started with the whole fucking Dwight <clears throat> thing behind Andy's back. And yep. now they got this ammo. So, like, they, they don't take her as seriously as they once did. No. Nope. Like, they... They're, like, the kind of people, like, you have that one friend who you know, like, when they, like, are set off. You know, like, you could press the buttons, but you'd rather than just them shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, that's how they deal with her most of the time. Although they do have the capability to God, press God, I know somebody like that. Um, I would say They're some... related to us, but not a sibling. Yeah? Yeah. I'll keep this... In... Okay, we're going to talk about this off air. <laughs> hey Is there anything uh, you want to add to this episode there? Uh, to this episode, no. I think I covered all the points I liked. Yo, uh... Hashtag Pizza the Hut. <laughs> pizza. So, I still love that. Okay. So uh, that covers that episode. We gave yeah. it pretty fairly high marks, I'd say. Absolutely. I mean, the four, 4.3 and 3.8. That's yeah. nothing to sneeze at. It's no, mo- listen, this season is shaping up to be probably my highest rank. Probably the best, yeah. Because yeah. like, when I'm looking at it. Um, I'm giving this, a lot of fours. This next episode, I don't know, though. We'll, see. we'll have to see. So, guys, right after this, we'll be covering Season 5, Episode 18, Blood Drive. And we're back. Hey, everybody. <laughs> so, this is the part of the show where we put ourselves over. But before we do that, uh, if you are listening to us on the Ginny Position feed, it's because that is our new home uh, for syndication, if you will. Yes, we are. And, uh, bef- you know... I want to thank Jennifer Smith for uh, liking our show enough to invite us over and have us. Uh, and I also want to thank Place to Be Nation for housing us for seven months or so. Yeah. And giving us uh, exposure to many new listeners. You guys and... put up with us a lot longer than I expected you yes, to. Yes, <laughs> because uh, it's a lot of bullshit. But you guys put up with us, you promoted us, you got us some new listeners, and 
We are eternally thankful for all of the uh, help and exposure that we got through Place to Be Nation. And you know, I'm still doing the, the listening to a bunch of podcasts, doing the oh, polls, yeah. the sports logo poll that's going on now. So I want to give some dap to them and thank them for everything over the past over half a year now. Yeah. And I also want to thank Jennifer Smith for allowing us on the Jenny Position feed, which you should listen to as well and subscribe. There's a lot of good stuff over here, too. So, yeah, subscribe today. Uh, also, Mary, tell them about us. Well, guys, in case you're new to listening to us on the Jenny Position, we like to keep in contact with our listeners via Twitter. You can reach out to us at Brosis Podcast. We always like to post uh, fun, our favorite screen grabs from each week's episodes over there. Uh, you know, so we like to keep it funky and fresh and light over there. So again, that's Brosis Podcast. We love interacting with you guys over there. But if you don't have a Twitter and you still want to reach out to us, interact, you can always email us at brother, sister, rewatch all one word, at gmail.com. Uh, we'll read your... Infor- or your information. <laughs> Send <laughs> well, us your social security number, your home address, and a list of your fears. Exactly. Um, oh, a list of fears does sound That's huge. fun. That's huge. Um, but no, if you guys want, we can read your feedback live on the air. We always love to... Interact. You know, yeah, we love to hear in, what you guys think about the show. In the beginning, we got a lot of emails. It's kind of... It worked backwards. The, the more content we put out, and the, the, more less, less, the more listens we got, the less feedback we got yeah so i don't know if that's good or bad I yeah don't i don't know means. if we're doing really well and everybody loves content or if you're like oh i don't want to listen to you anymore i'm not even gonna bother trying to not help even you. gonna waste my time <laughs> so um yeah so you can reach out to us on twitter or email twitter unfortunately we lost a lot of content recently due to the closure of the xfl yeah huge huge i, I like posting really about the xfl on a big fan big fan but huge huge so, now that's out of the way. Yes. Mayor Bear, we are on episode 18 of season 5, Blood Drive, and you're taking the, the I fuck? am. She's dancing. Okay. <laughs> so, earlier today, I watched a video of Vince McMahon um, from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Was suit. it the Stand Back ep- when he sang? Yes, and he had the dancers around Yeah, him, and Macho and Man how on the he trumpet. Was, how he was just moving oh, yeah. and like walking up, and he... Guys, Why were you, you watching the Stand Back video? Uh, one of our followers posted it. Oh, and I was watching so awesome. it. It I was a this. lot of fun, and it jazzed me up really a lot. So it's one of my favorite things I ever came I out of professional like wrestling. I feel like if that is hashtag Big Dick Energy, <laughs> if I've ever seen it. Oh yeah, <laughs> like Vince McMahon doing that is hashtag. There's big so dick much energy. I love about that. Like Vince is singing, his dancing. Hulk Hogan, <laughs> I'm doing a bass solo. You got Macho Man, Jake the Snake, and Bruce Beefcake faking playing trumpets. <laughs> George the Animal Steel has like a fucking triangle. It's, it's fucking madness. It's great. It's, it's amazing. It's everything that's great and that I loved about pro wrestling as a kid. <laughs> it's so great. So that's why I was getting jazzed up for oh Valentine's God. Day uh, in Blood Drive. So I'm going to get started. Our cold open. Pam is sitting at her desk. A phone system salesman arrives. Um, but basically Pam's like, yeah, uh, the phone system will take my job. So I basically just like thwart him every time he comes in. Um, so she, he's like, oh, let me make an appointment. So that's when Pam does like the weird twin thing with Jim. Yeah. And Jim comes up to pretend to be Michael to get this guy out of his hair. And Michael then walks out and he's like, hi, what can I do for you? And Jim does the most Michael thing I've ever seen. He literally does like a matrix bend at the knee and just goes, (laughs) 
Hey. Jimbo. He Jimbo. calls Mike Jimbo. He does. And Michael's like confused, but he's really enjoying do you, it. Do you know what his face reminded me of? Is when Holly did the Yoda impression. Yeah. And his face like, like the, he does that same face where he's like, <gasps> he like lights up with yes. joy. <laughs> he's like, oh my God, another like me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that's what he does. And then Pam's like, hey. And yeah. they literally just keep doing a, fo- hey. a Fonzie convention yeah. breaks out and Dwight gets involved. Dwight runs up and he's like, hey. And they, they all just like thrust their crotch and go, hey, <laughs> at, at the salesman. And the salesman's like, never mind. And he just like, he looks so disturbed <laughs> and he just leaves. And that's our cold open. Mm-hmm. I thought it was nice, fun, and funny. I liked it. Big thumbs up. Yes. Quick, funny, and fun. Yes. So it's Valentine's Day. There's a blood drive van outside of the office for the business park. Uh, Michael and Kevin, they're now both single and miserable. (laughs) And they're like, oh, really shoving our face in it this year, huh, Kev? (laughs) Uh, We find out that it's been four months since Michael and Holly broke up. So, I mean, yeah, three months, like, she got a boyfriend, like, in the last episode. She moved quick. But, yeah, AJ's like, yeah, it's pretty serious, like. Granted, like, the older you get, the quicker things become serious, I guess. I don't know. But if I, can you honestly say that in your position in life and what you've experienced? No, in, no, I mean, like, relationships. Like, I think they tend to go slower. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because these people... These Scott people and I were together for ten years, or well, nine years well, before no, but we got married. That was just before you got married. You guys were pretty serious early on. Yeah. I'm saying as an older person, you're like, ah, I've been through shit, I'm going to have some fun, you know? <laughs> like, I guess. That's how it works. I don't know because I like, see the those silver that, singles ads on TV the, oh and OurTime.com and the, all that. The people that I know that like started dating somebody after age twenty five, like First where all, they that, dated somebody. No, but listen, these people like, are like forty five. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But like after age like okay twenty seven, we'll say wow, they'll be dating. They'll be dating people for like two years and they're engaged. Meanwhile, they dated somebody for like eight years until they were twenty three, and it was never. Like, marriage was never considered a thing. I don't think people in their teens do that. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's like OJ ends his Twitter rants. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Have a good day. By the way, I don't know if you've seen his Twitter recently. No, I don't follow him on Twitter. Okay, well, we're going to start following him on the joint account. (laughs) Because he is out there golfing with, like, a mask on and shit. No, he's not. he's like, hey, Twitter world, it's yours truly. And he he goes on this thing. He's like, I'm golfing with some guys from Washington today, so I'm taking precautions. He's wearing a mask. Yo, can we just, like, shout out to West Virginia? Because at time of this... the date that we're recording this, this is the only state that has not had a COVID nineteen case. Yeah, we're we're recording on Steve Austin's holiday three sixteen. We had to, yes. guys. This is how we celebrate <laughs> privately. Yeah, we we observe <laughs> privately, and um, like that's the thing is like West Virginia, those that mountain air man. I Have guess. you ever been to West Virginia? Um, I think I've driven through West Virginia. Okay. I stayed a week there once. And is that it was, when you hid the body? <laughs> the body. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome because everybody down there is so friendly because they're just like, oh, there's a fucking Yankee coming down here and ding, dang, do, you know? And But, like, they're really friendly. Like, there's this one place, uh, you know, people probably don't care to hear about my no. exploits through West Virginia. Nope. But uh, allow me to just say it's a beautiful place. All the right. people are kind and they don't all live in coal shacks. All right. There are some houses there. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> everybody th- everybody has a very poor image of West Virginia, so I'm glad to see they have one advocate. Listen, as a family that has a lot of family roots in Kentucky, <laughs> we have no room to talk. Like we come we come from hill people. Yes. You know like that we I'm, many many years ago. When I shit all over West Virginia, it's out of a place of love. 
Like, I love banjos. The sound of a banjo gets me going. Ring, 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 ring. Not that song, but yes. Yes. All right. So anyway, uh, Michael and Kevin walk up to the office from the elevator, which is co- covered in hearts. Yes. Um, and Jim and Pam are up at the desk. like Doing their Jim and Pam shit. Yeah. Yeah. And we find out that this is their first and only Valentine's Day as fiancés. Apparently, they already have a date picked. Yep. Um. And he, Jim goes, you're only engaged once, present company excluded. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, I like that he can, like, rib her about it. But um, then Kelly's like, oh, I got a secret admirer. It's the dentist. <laughs> it's a dentist appointment. Um, and then Michael walks up to Pam and he's like, Pam, really? Really? And he moves her flowers to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Because he's basically like, oh, nobody else wants to see this, Pam. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> so she moves everything back up, or she moves the flowers back up to her desk. And Michael comes out and he's like, listen, everybody's single and experiencing pain. And uh, Michael's like, listen, the sexy looks between you two. He's talking to Jim now. Yeah. And, um, you know, you guys are creating a hostile work environment. The smoldering sexual charisma. Yeah, and Pam's like, you cannot be in a relationship, Michael. <laughs> and he's like, fine, we're going to have a Lonely Hearts convention, singles only. And Jim's like, all right, sounds good. Enjoy. So um, Michael goes down to the blood drive, and we see Dwight down there, and she's like, I can't find a vein. Apparently he taught his blood vessels to retract into his body on command. Mm-hmm. And... He also trained his penis to invert into itself. His penis is essentially a turtle. Essentially. I yeah. mean. Vroom, 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 yeah, it vroom. goes into his body. He sucks it into his body. That's so strange. <laughs> well, the way he like demonstrates, he's like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's it's kind of like a woman doing Kegels. He like, gets a shimmer. Oh, up am his... I doing Kegels right now? What's a Kegel? Wait. I just totally had a brain. Know. I just totally had a brain fart because I've heard of it like a million times. Yeah, they're exercises to strengthen that's your right, pelvic that's floor. Right, that's right. Okay, I totally had a brain fart there. And uh, first of all, I was thinking of cudgels, like a giant club. Oh my god! I was like a club? What? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So anyway, um, Michael is donating blood, and he sees like there's a nice lady next to him, and she's like chit chatting. She's like, "I'm sorry, I I can't talk when I'm nervous," and like they're flirting back and forth. And uh, Michael's like, oh, it looks like Hawaiian blood punch. Oh, type ocean spray. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're they're flirting. It's yeah, cute. It's cute. She's like into it. Yeah. And then we go up and Phyllis then invites Pam and Jim to have lunch with her and Bob. She says that they'll take the whole afternoon because Michael's terrified of Bob. <laughs> Which I understand. I totally get it. Yeah. After the wedding episode, I totally get yeah. it. Yeah. So now um, we're back down in the blood donation van, and Michael's Michael's like, oh, I looked at the bag, and the lady calls him cute, and Michael, the only way I can describe it is he gets starry-eyed. Yeah. Like, like what? Huh? Somebody likes me? She said I was cute. I'm cute. Yeah, it's, cute. he turns into Rudolph. <laughs> Shit. So then um, the lady's like, all right, Michael, you're done. And he goes, oh, I was so nervous about this. I didn't eat for three days. And then he just passes yeah, out. He just blacks out. And when he wakes up, the woman is gone, but she left her glove. <laughs> and he, he takes the glove, and the lady will not give him her name. Yeah. So then um, we see Meredith and Kelly. They're ripping Valentine's Day decorations in half so and to decorate their Lonely Hearts Club. <laughs> um, and then at lunch, Bob is going on about how much he hates Michael, how he can't understand how you work for that jackass or the other jackass, or the new jackass. <laughs> and Phyllis goes, oh, he's talking about Michael, Dwight, and Andy. 
Shocker. Yeah, big shock. So now we're at the singles party, and it's uh, Michael, Meredith, Angela, Oscar, Kelly, Creed, and Kevin sitting in a a circle. And Michael's... it's like a it's like a grief counseling session. It really it is. Like a, it's yes. like a twelve step meeting. <laughs> yeah. And Michael's like, "Oh, let's talk about um, the relationships that like the worst relationships we've ever been mm. in." And then Michael, in a Mexican accent, goes. Relationships. We don't need no stinking relationships. <laughs> Second Mel Brooks. Uh, <sighs> wait, no wait. reference. Yeah, that's right. Because Jet Pizza the Hut. Yeah. yeah. Second one this episode, dude. Yes. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so then that's when Michael's like, "Let's discuss our worst relationship ever," and everybody's like going around, and then Angela's like, "Well, I had two men duel over me," and they're like, "Yeah, when we were here, like." Dwight and Andy, and she's like, no, this is when I was living in Ohio. Do you remember the names of the men? John Mark and John David. I that just, sounds so Ohio. Well, the thing is, like, I know Ohio has a, a sizable Amish community, and knowing <laughs> Dwight and the way she dresses a colonial doll. Oh my god, I didn't even connect that. Oh yeah, I'm thinking that this is like John Mark and John David sound like Amish names. I'm just saying. Jesus, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> then Michael, uh, pointing out why Andy's not in this episode, he's on one of his honeymoons. One of. Because he put non-refundable deposits down on all of them, so he's just knocking them out one by one. He's hot air ballooning, I believe, today, and then getting a couple's massage. And Angela's just like, oh, sucks. Sucks to be him. I love my cat. (laughs) So now Michael decides to throw a singles mixer for the business park. And uh, he discusses how he wants to be hit by Cupid Sparrow. Oh, he's such a cute little bird. It's not even, that one's like, that one's a stretch. That like, was hard. That he's that stupid. That, that one's a bit of a reach. Yeah, that one was difficult to uh, digest. Also, before that, Kevin's story about breaking up his uh, fiance, ending it with him, where he said, I was reading the newspaper, oh. and I said, I think the Eagles could win the NFC East. And she said, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so, so cutthroat. Oh, God. So now um, we're, we're standing there waiting for people to arrive to the mixer, and Dwight is standing weird, and he goes, what's wrong with you? And he goes, I feel lopsided from all the blood they took out of my right side. <laughs> Which, I just love that Dwight thinks that the blood is only per side. It doesn't circulate. No. Um, now, two women show up. There's a larger, taller woman, and uh, a more petite, blonde woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, the larger woman, Michael takes to introduce to Kevin, <laughs> of course. And Dwight takes the more petite woman... And he uses it as a sales opportunity once he hears that she works at a catalog place. Oh yeah, he like he I his think he, eyes light. Doesn't up. he actually go? Ugh. Like, yeah, like he made like this an guttural, audible moan. Yeah, like, this guttural uh-huh. like I think his penis contracted or retracted. <laughs> Intracted? No, it retracted. Retracted. Retractable in? roof. Oh, wait, is it con- contracted? Means smaller. But retracted means goes Bring in there. Bring back in. So extended. Yes. <laughs> Extends. Yes. Well, <laughs> Remember when like it was just sold in gas station? Yeah, Jimmy Johnson did the commercial <laughs> where he got, I do. Oh, And then God. Like, they said his, he had a Pangea-sized penis. Oh, like. my God. <laughs> so anyway, we go to lunch. And, um, you know, like... We saw like a clip earlier. Like they're they get along a conversation. Like, it's it's like a two couples on the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, talking and getting along nicely. Yeah, like, that's all. So now the food is there, and Bob ordered what looked to be a mouthwatering steak. Delicious. Phyllis got some kind of pasta, and Pam and Jim got wah 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 salads. It's keto. Which no salads are delicious, but like 
It's Valentine's Day. Treat yourself. Especially if Bob's eating that steak, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, treat yourself. But uh, then again, Pam does need to fit into that dress. Nah, so. Pam, eat, Pam strikes me as the kind of woman who eats like a rabbit. Like carrot sticks for lunch, maybe a half of a PB and J. Like she doesn't strike you as someone she who is like, tiny. She doesn't strike you as someone who eats Cheetos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like goes ham and it's like, oh, I'll have like that leg of mutton. You know, you don't you don't see Pam Beasley doing that. I, I see do Phyllis that. doing that. Well, Pam got or Phyllis got what looked to be a delicious pasta meal. But anyway, um, but Phyllis and Bob are in the bathroom, so they're trying to figure out like. You know, do we wait for them? Yeah, like, what's protocol? And they said, "Well, if you ordered hot foods, you can eat." But they both got salads. Wah, wah, wah. But they decide they're going to eat some of uh, Bob's fries that came with his steak. <laughs> Such assholes, right? Why didn't you just order fucking French fries? <laughs> right. <laughs> so now uh, Kevin is talking about the Circle Drive-In and how they show old movies, which is an actual place, guys. And they actually show for those old of movies. you like not from around the Scranton area. Which I think we have like one listener in the Scranton area, so the majority of you. There is actually a Circle Drive-In that does show old movies from time to time. and uh, But then he brings up his ex-fiancee, Stacy, about how she broke up with him. But then he's like, but I left her, but no, she really left me. And then he just gets dejected gets, and leaves. Yeah, like, and the lady didn't even say anything. Yeah, she, has, she like says two words this whole yeah. episode. Uh, Michael is trying to introduce this uh, guy to Meredith, and he's like, <laughs> oh, you said you're in tool and dye repair, right? And he's like, yes, I did. And he goes, well, Meredith had a total hysterectomy. That's sort of a repair. <laughs> and then he just walks away. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> Which, what is tool and dye? That, that's like, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's like nuts and bolts and screws, like, Mm. Like kind of stuff like that. I okay. think I think that's what it is. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. So now Michael is still waiting by the door for this glove woman. And Dwight calls him out like, why are you watching the door? Is somebody after you? Yeah. Nobody is after us. Nobody's <laughs> ever been after us is what Oscar says. And Michael explains about the lady in the blood bus, which is what I'm going to refer to it from I like now it. on. I like it. And he's like, I think our blood bags touched. And Kelly's like, oh my god, that's so romantic! <laughs> and uh, I love how he's like, she might be my soulmate. And Dwight goes, there's three billion women on the planet. Most of them are in Asia. The numbers just don't add up. <laughs> he throws cold water all over it. <laughs> wow. So now we're back, and uh, Jim and Pam, they ate like almost all of Bob's fries. Oh, I'd yeah. be pissed. Devoured them. Like, eat the fucking broccoli. You wanted a salad, eat the broccoli. That's healthy. <laughs> so healthy. Um, but they're like, dude, they've been gone forever. And so they go and they check the bathrooms. And Pam and Jim are both like, nobody's in there. Did they die and dash? Then they yes. check the handicapped bathroom. Yes. And they hear some guttural moans. <laughs> Which, yo, go Phyllis and Bob. Yeah. Get on with your bad Public selves. sex. Yeah, go, guys. No, that they, like, they are so in love with each other, they cannot keep their hands That's off That's not a each loving other. thing. That's a lustful thing. That's <laughs> different. <laughs> But still, it's disgusting. Keeping... It's a public toilet. Oh yeah, it's gross as all fuck. <laughs> it's a public but, toilet. But you know, they still got the hots for each other. Okay, that's okay. nice and all, but the public toilet. Yeah, the public. I can't get over that. Disgusting. I can't get over that. People shit in there. That's like a handicap stall too. Yeah. Like there could be shit on the floor. You don't know, man. It's gross. As somebody who <laughs> worked retail and had to clean the women's bathroom. Dude, somebody shit in a fitting room, okay? Let's it was, not even go into the It bathrooms. was never. The, it, the thing is, it was never the men's room. I never had to go in there. And always go, the women's room. It was room. always the women's room. And it, it's like women can't shit straight 
or they get they don't want to touch the seat, so they just brace they themselves. Hover. No, they brace themselves in the fucking <clears throat> stall doorway and just fire at the wall. Oh I've God. had to, I've had to mop walls when I was a kid. I had to take a ceiling tile down because yeah, they're like chips. <laughs> just tossing shit at the ceiling. Oh my God, like. Fucking hey guys, if tampons everywhere. If you want to hear more of the uh, retail shit horror stories, hit us up on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. Yeah, we, we'll be know, more than happy to we might, help you all out. We might do a special show where we just talk about <laughs> our retail horror stories. Because like high school and college doing that job was like the fucking worst. Yeah, it was. Women I shit, don't regret ever quitting. People shitting in the aisles. Like, yeah. You know, they're talking about all this shit with the, you know, the corona thing and how everybody's like... They, no, people have people always been fucking animals. People in the early 2000s didn't give a flying fuck. Every, people have always been fucking animals. Yeah. Like, that's the, the long and short of it. So anyway, back to this. Um, so Pam and Jim go back to the table very shook. They yeah. shooketh. Yeah, shooketh. And uh, then Phyllis and Bob show back up. Oh, God. Dude, their hair is messed up. Phyllis is chugging water. They're, they're out fucking, of breath. They're fucking red. They're ravenous. They look like tomatoes. Yo, it's the best thing I've seen ever. Oh. And Pam and Jim just look like... Like, they look like the kids. Yeah. And their parents just did that in public. They look like they smell the sex wafting yes. off of them. And, oh. and they're like, so what were we talking about? And Phyllis is just like, stops chugging her water. She's like, bowling! <laughs> <laughs> she starts chugging her water again. It's, oh. it's great TV. It is. It's funny. I it's love entertaining. it. <clears throat> it's probably the highlight of this episode. Oh, my God. So now, Kevin, he goes and he shoots his shot again. Good for him. He's like, I'm nervous talking to pretty girls. And uh, you're a pretty girl, and I just don't know what to say to you. Are you on email? <laughs> I love that phrase. <laughs> and the lady's like, yeah. She gives him his card, and Kevin takes it as a win. Like, go you. <laughs> now, Dwight is still trying to sell paper to this poor woman who just showed up to a singles mixer and is getting a sales pitch. And she's like, listen, like we have a paper supplier. And he literally goes... Thanks for wasting my time, idiot. <laughs> and Michael literally goes, you don't deserve her. And he goes, thanks, Michael. Like <laughs> He said the same thing to Kevin a few episodes ago. Or mm-hmm. maybe it was, it was the episode Stacy broke up with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And so everybody, like, Michael's still waiting for Glove Girl. And everybody's wi- willing to wait with him. They feel bad for him that yeah. he's there alone. And so they're, like, all hanging out. And then a little while later, it shows them all cleaning up. That red velvet cake looked really good, too, by the way. Yeah, all right. I'm a red velvet cake fan, though. I'm not so. a cake guy. I'm more of a pie person. It's because you hail Satan. No, it's fucking... Pie is... <laughs> oh, I love pie. I would take pie over cake. I would take eclairs. They're my favorite. Eclairs are great. Brownies over cake. No, brownies are bad. See, so you're starting to come to my side now. You're just like, oh, fuck yeah, banging. No, yeah, everything's good. I'm just saying oh, everything's you- good. I love it. I'm so fucking keto. Ooh, brownies and pie. And I'm not cake. saying that they're not good. They're just not good for you, you're, dude. You're a cobbler. Whore. They taste delicious, <laughs> All right. but they're terrible for you. Pie Nazi. But any, I don't ever chastise anybody for eating the things they want to eat. You're a cobbler. I'm not whore. like our dad. Oh, he's yeah. He's Yo, I dad. ordered a stromboli at dinner the other day, and he looked at me and he goes. It's a lot of dough in there. What are you going to do with it? And I go, I'm going to eat all of it, Dad. What are you going to do with it? Right? And then I find out he ordered a fucking stromboli, too. So I look at him and I go, it's a lot of dough, Dad. What are you going to do with it all? Please tell me you made like a funny like Pillsbury joke or something. No. Or something about him being Mr. Stapoff. No, I didn't. We had other company there, so I didn't want to go too raw. 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 Uncooked. Uncensored. Yeah. Mare Bear. Uncensored. That'll be a Patreon show one day. There, oh, my God. Yes. So, anyway, um, 
back to the episode. So they're finally cleaning up, and they're like, Michael, you can't wait anymore. Like, she's not showing up. Yeah, it's like 7 o'clock at night. Yeah, they're like, we'll all leave together. And uh, they do. And I think Michael's like, I'm ready to get back out there. Yeah, it's like... This is like I feel like this is the third episode we've had with Michael where he. I'm came ready to, to this. get hurt again. Yeah, it's yeah. just like okay. So now uh, our last little scene is Stanley walking onto the blood donation bus, <laughs> yes. and he's like, "Oh, I need a cookie. I'm still so woozy from giving blood earlier." And she's like, "Of course. Oh, you have a cotton ball and tape. We've been using band aids all day." <laughs> and he like stumbles back down yeah. the steps, and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm just so woozy." And he you see Phyllis walking up to the bus, and she he goes. Band-Aids. And she goes, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, they were just basically attempting to get a free cookie yep. without donating. And then you see Creed walk off with like three blood bags in his, <laughs> he's got in blood, his coat. He's got the blood coming out of his oh, pocket. Thank God. <laughs> and that's how we end the episode. Creed stealing human blood. Good shit. Uh, I gave it a 4.0. I said it was uh, wow. enjoyable. I said that Phyllis and Bob are hashtag goals. I, Maybe not sex in a public restroom. <laughs> no, they, they, as long as but, you keep the spark alive, keep the magic. Yeah, exactly. Keep the magic in the marriage. Exactly. Uh, I gave it a 3.2 because right. I, I kind of alluded to it a, f- a few minutes ago when I said, like, it's like the third time this episode's happened with Michael. It's like no, yeah. new, no, no new ground is covered, essentially. And I don't think there was a third, there wasn't a third ep- uh, storyline on this, right? It was just Jim and Pam with them. And then Michael doing his thing, right? That's pretty much all I got out of this. There was no Andy, I which was nice. So. No Andy was nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This one just kind of... It was another one where it was just lacking something. and I still it was, enjoyed it, though. It was good. Like, it was yeah. above average. I gave it 3.2. It's above average. It's funny. Made me giggle. But I don't know. There's just something about it. And I can't put my finger on Like, the hysterectomy line killed me. That was one that got a legit LOL out of me. It's kind of a repair. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because it was, like, the premise of the show is built on, like, sadness. Yeah. And when, like, that's the foundation is everybody being single and alone and sad. It's like you, you can work your way up. But when that's, like, the baseline for it, it kind of stunts you with how far you can go with it. Yeah. So, it, like, it never blew me away or anything like that. I did like, like I said, the the Phyllis Bob stuff was entertaining. <laughs> Bob Vance's voice is just so manly. So anyway. Hey, Jim, yeah. 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 I don't know how you work with that jackass. <laughs> it's the like, other jackass. It's gravel nasal is how I would describe, yeah, describe but, his voice. Yeah, but forceful. Yeah, oh yeah, it's very forceful. Yeah. But, yeah, so, overall, <laughs> it's an above average episode. I really don't know if there's anything I'd need to... Talk about no, here. Like, I mean, I think we covered it all. Yeah, because again, it's one that doesn't have. I don't think it doesn't have long-lasting implications or anything like that. It was just Bob and Phyllis are freaks. Yeah, and then Michael again. Michael again falls in love with a stranger and hopes they fall in love with him. Like I did like that. Like everybody kind of came together. Yeah, everybody kind of rallied him. around Michael a little bit, like quietly. Yeah. Even Angela. Yeah. Uh, so, like, wait, was Angela? Yeah, Angela was in it. Well, no, no, I just realized was Andy in the last one? He wasn't in the last one, was he? Um. With um the lecture circuit one, I don't think he was in that one. Now that I think about it, I didn't even that didn't even hit me until just now. Yeah, no, me either. He wasn't in there. Good. I don't think so. Because I haven't missed him. Ah. The fact that I didn't even realize, like, it's just like, oh, fine. It's, it's just moved along kind of smoother. Yeah. Because that character's so fucking grating. Well, I'm trying to think, like, when they did the birthday cake 
for Kelly, but I don't think he was If he there. was, he was just in the background. He didn't say anything. Yeah. He did no dialogue. No, he was probably off doing a big old movie. Probably Hangover 2 at yeah. this point, right? Or Hangover. 3. No, Hangover first one was like 2004, 6. I swear to God, it's up. It's that early. I swear. Ah. You can Google that later. Yeah. But anyway, so. But anyway, that'll guys. wrap up this one. What do we got next week? Next week, we have episode 19, Golden Ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 20, New Boss. I don't know the new boss one until I watch this. Watch, yeah. But I did. I do recall the Golden Ticket episode. So. That's a good one. Yeah. But guys, before we wrap up, again, big thank you to Place to Be Nation for housing us for the last seven months. Yes. And you can always, uh, from here on out, catch us on the Jenny position over uh, on that feed. You can and find a lot more good <clears throat> stuff there, too. Jenny puts out her and, and uh, some a few other people. Yeah, there's, over there. there's good stuff. Geek and Sassy. Yeah. Talk, uh, talk and Pop, I believe, is there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll have a fuller list. We'll try oh, to link me. it on our tweeter. Tweet. Tweeter. <laughs> Which again Speaking is... Speaking of... What is that, Mare Bear? Uh, you can always reach out to us on the Twitter at Grossest Podcast or via email at BrotherSisterRewatch at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thanks so much for uh, listening and sharing us around. And we'll catch you on the next one. 